Welcome back to A Good Pour, conversations about good work. I'm Catherine Good, founder of Good Circle Marketing and host of this podcast. And today, um, it is just my genuine honor and privilege to have very good friends of mine around the table. I'm going to start crying already. Um, and we are going to end the year of by talking about something we do, I feel like, to help us concentrate on good work. Um, it is a practice that we have all done for various years, have really um, come around the table and talked about this practice, and I just thought it would be really neat to talk about it, talk about what it what it means to us, um, and hopefully inspire you all as you start uh, close out a year and start a new year to think about um, how you position your life and position um, just yourself to do good work. So welcome. We are going to be talking about picking a word of the year, but first I just want to do some introductions. Erin, why don't you start? Okay. Well, hi, I'm Erin Birch. Um, we have been friends for a very long time. Um, I am a wife and a mother of t twin high school girls, teenagers. Y'all can pray for me if you want. <laughs> um, and I also lead a nonprofit organization here in Sumner County. United Way. We'll just go ahead and say <laughs> she is our CEO of the United Way here in Sumner County. Yes, absolutely. Oh, well, um, I have to go next. I'm Liz Shea. Um, I grew up here in Hendersonville, um, a recovering songwriter from Nashville and <laughs> now a mom and, um, and wife. I have a 14 year old, 12 year old and nine year old. Um, and I lead worship and teach preschool music and do graphic art and just love life. And I am Catherine Lau. I'm a Gallatin native and a wife and mom of two girls. Um, they're 16 and 14. And I am the executive director of the Carolyn Smith Foundation. Catherine was our very first guest, so she is back for her second one already. Yes. Um, so we have all been doing this for a while, and that is just picking a word of the year um, that comes to us in a variety of ways and um i don't know probably 2018 19 we started actually well before that we were all a part of a bible study but i guess it was 2019 right before covid yeah. um we started getting together just the four of us and really talking about the word and what it meant um covid and and liz's dad being so sick really drove us all together even more yeah. i would say mm -hmm. um and and it just we talk about what the word of the year means and you know where we are in the journey so i just want to talk about first of how long we've been doing this and if you want to just if you have your list of words i would love to hear you know what kind of just a reflection on what they've been but um liz how do you pick your word <laughs> well when i first started um i was looking for something that i needed because i came from long lists of resolutions which just ended up being a list of disappointments um and so when i heard about the one word it was like just a release. Um, so I, like I said, I started with something I needed. I, I needed focus my first year. And so that helped me have something that was kind of an anchor um, with everything that I was doing. And over time, it's evolved um, to something that I, 
as in my journey, my journey has been one of healing um, and, and one of wanting to really be intentional um, and authentic in my life. And so I listen, I listen and I, I seek the Lord for a word. Um, and so that's how I get my word now. I, I receive the word. Mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of like um, the title on a blank page of my year. Um, so I get to write my story intentionally um, every day, just seeking that word. Is, does that fit with my decisions? Yeah. Aaron, do you feel like you receive your word at this point, and has it always been that way? Um, yes, I do, and no, it hasn't. So when I first started, um, res um, you know, New Year's resolutions always seemed kind of hokey to me, a little um, forced, and so. Um, I love what you just said about it being a title for your year, because that's what it really felt like the first year I did it. And we were just talking that we started, Catherine and I, about the same time, 2014, when we were planning the Pathfinder retreat. Yeah. I think. And so it was just a real, um, it was an intentional way to set the goals and the character building I wanted to do for the year. And that's kind of how it started for me. I would say the same. It, it felt to me like I was trying to name something that I was lacking and something that God wanted to kind of lay on me. Um, it felt, I wouldn't say it felt heavy at first, but it felt like more like I should be doing this. Um, so my first word was abide, which I mean, who... We all want to just abide more and be, I don't think that was a bad word. It was a great word for that time in my life, but it has become much more of kind of an overarching theme of something that I feel like God is inviting me into. And so mm -hmm. it's more invitational now than yeah. being a should for me. Yep, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, so y'all all know that when I first started, which was, what did I just say? 2013. Um, it was a reflective. So I, as I closed out the year, I was looking for themes in the year or looking to see how God had worked. Mm -hmm. um, and at the end of 2013, I remember we were doing a Bible study exchange and I, Jenny Lee actually got my, it was a, just a, a flashcard, like an old style flashcard and it said obey. And I still have it. I think she still has hers as well. And um, I just realized that just being obedient had totally transitioned. I mean, it, the idea of being obedient led me into a journey of um, doing something I would never have said yes to. But because I said yes, I, you know, I was able to offer some forgiveness to myself and others. I was, mm -hmm. I was able just to let go of some grief, you know, just, it just how much one thing can totally transition mm -hmm. everything else. And that for me was obedience. Um, and then the next couple of years, I tried to do that um, and, and we, I guess we started talking about it as a Sunday school class. And, yeah. um, and so then the idea of picking it ahead of time, I think two years later, I picked self-discipline and it was similar because it, I'd heard, if you can't figure out your word, then look at the, one of the fruit of the spirits and uh -huh. pick the one you feel like you need the most of. Yeah. And I love that. And I still, especially for yeah. someone who hasn't picked a word of the year or doesn't feel like you're receiving the word mm -hmm. of the year, I feel like picking a fruit of the spirit, you can't go wrong. Right. right. Um, but that year was the year that I, um, 
had a panic attack that I thought was a heart attack and it ended up in an ambulance and the whole shebang. Um, and so I changed self-discipline to just breathe because mm-hmm. it just like it wasn't self-discipline felt so striving. And I realized, mm-hmm. you know, it caught it. It took some, my body reacting for me to go, I, you know, maybe I don't need to strive. I just need to breathe. Um, so I think words can change, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. So early on, how did you, that was one way, I, like, what were you lacking? Is there any other way that you felt like you picked it early on, especially for someone who hasn't picked a word of the year before? One of the things I still do is, um, well, looking back at the year. So now I can definitely say I look back at the year and around November, my birthday is in November. So I tend to do it right around that time. Um, turning a year older and thinking, you know, how I want to grow, um, what God's placed on my heart for the for the next year, um, what kind of changes I wanted to make. Um, but I I have a list. I have two lists. One, what was life giving, and what was life draining in the year, and that helps me a lot with reflection, and um, then. A lot of prayer, gosh, a lot of prayer. And then for folks who are new to it, you can't get it wrong. Right. And it's not, <laughs> yeah, it's not um, It's not set in stone either. I think all four of us have changed our words mid-year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, sometimes it's placed in a season on your heart and, and you accomplish it or you need to shift and do it differently. And um, so, you know, for me, it's it's asking those questions. What was life giving, and what was life draining? And that can be really revealing when you put those things on paper in front of you, yeah. and pray over them, and go to scripture and see what that looks like through the eyes, the lens of your faith, um, and then just write and write and write. And I think that's where it's really bubbled up for me. Writing, like journaling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's helped a lot to define the word as well, um, you know, starting with what I needed, um, from starting from scratch. Um, that's just such a great way to start. Just start with what you need. Um, it doesn't have to be harder than that. Um, and, you know, we have all experienced how, how God will redefine the word throughout the year, um, how you just see an evolution of what you think it's going to be. You, can, you set your intentions, and then over time, it's, it's like it, it opens up. But going to the dictionary and looking up, you know, the definitions and seeing what the root of the word is um, or synonyms, it helps give a bigger picture and, um, and, and so that has been really helpful, too, because you have the one word, but you also have, you know, all these different colors to it. Mm-hmm. And you can see it ebb and flow throughout the year and, and know that you're, you're on track because it's starting to echo in those ways. And mm-hmm. so it's so helpful, like yeah. you said, to journal those things. Yeah. Catherine, have you had a word that you thought meant one thing and, and then it ended up being something different? Um, I mean, I feel like all of them are that way in a sense. And some of them, like I can remember one year that I just never really felt super connected to the word, but then other years, a lot of the words I've carried with me into even today that I, 
I still think about in 2018, my word was new. And there were a lot of things that I wanted to become new in that year. It was the year I turned 40. And I just wanted to be doing things in a fresh new way. And, um, and so that kind of, like, like Liz said, it just kind of unfolds through the year. It's Mm -hmm. really cool. Mm -hmm. So what has been your favorite word? (laughs) I think my most impactful word was not one word, but two. Um, you know, I, I started with focus and, and focus, I'll just have to take this journey of, um, went from thinking that, you know, in my life I was being pulled in all directions and I needed to know what's my purpose, what's my direction. And then finding that God was teaching me how to focus in and listen to his voice and my own. Um, and then that's where I heard the words be still, Mm. be still, be still. And then I started hearing other people saying, I started seeing it jump off the page and I just knew that's what I, that's what God was saying to me. And that's what my heart's cry was to, was to be still. So I chose that for my words in 2017 and it truly impacted my life, changed my life. And I had to clear my calendar and step away from agreements that I had made and truly be still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was about eight months, but it was part of my healing journey and an incredible part of my healing journey. And that's where I really got to know um, the voice of the Lord and also myself again, after years of depression, it just was an awakening for me, but it took that obedience of listening and following through with what I felt God was telling me to do. So be still, is still mm-hmm. to this day, my favorite. Mm-hmm. You have a favorite, Erin? I don't know that I have a favorite, um, but one that just, I think, made such a difference. And it, it, it took me in different directions. In 2020, my my word was renew. And I think it crossed over in so many different ways. But a big part of my renew was um, my physical health. And I had had some, um, just some different things that were going on. And... Um, it was a whole new renew of how I looked at my health and um, just being a real advocate for myself to make sure that I was going to be here for a long time Mm -hmm. and be healthy and be vibrant. And so um, that that word meant a lot in that health journey. And then also um, renew as in um, family time, I tend to, like most of us, just go so fast and um, can be a bit of a workaholic. And I, I love my job, and and hopefully I do good, but it's still can I can still be a workaholic. And so renewing some of that family time during that year was a real blessing. Um, and then renewing friendships. I mean, the four of us. I don't think I spent more time with friends that year than you, than y'all. Mm-hmm. I have to say, like, you know, being a part of other people's journeys and mm-hmm. hearing the words and knowing what the intentions are, it's such a gift to witness. Yeah. So to be a witness of your renewed year and seeing how you truly yeah. did, like, advocate for yourself and heal and just, yeah, thriving because you took that yeah. step. I think my favorite may be open-handed, which was Mm. just last year, 2022. Um, But all along in my journey, 
I, I think I, we all have a tendency to strive. I definitely have a striving tendency in setting these goals and naming my dreams. And I am such a dreamer by nature that I can see where I want to go and I want to get there fast. <laughs> and um, this process, this journey of setting words of the year has taught me to sow. That was 2021. Um, just sow the kinds of things that I want to um, that I want to see harvest in, but then walking open-handed and not trying to rush the process and just trusting that it's all going to work out in its time and in its season and just trying to approach each day, trusting that he's going to give my daily bread. He's going to give me what I need for today. And I want to be open-handed to receive that. Um, and, and then also open-handed to give it back. It's not just about receiving. It's also about um, letting go and holding things loosely and not uh, being too tied to certain dreams. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, powerful. Yeah, open-handed was one of my favorite for you, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mine, I have too many. Um Mine might be wonder um, because I love that one for you. <laughs> yeah, um, it was uh, it was just finding the small details um, and not that was a that was 2018. That was a hard year, um, a hard year with work. Um, and if you know me, I put a lot of identity in my work and the career choices I make. And so. Um, to just find wonder during frustration was a real gift. Um, but I also think it set the stage for um, really the rest of the story kind of thing. Um, the words after that for me, went it went from wonder to overflow. Um, and overflow was just a year, like it just felt like a lot of um, bigger than I can imagine blessing kind of thing. Um, but it also was really confusing. So it was like this overflowing of blessing, but also what is going on and why is this happening this way and that sort of thing. Um, and then well, um, well was one that at the end of 20, I guess that was be 2019. I thought it was health. I thought it was total well, like I'm going to get well, I'm going to be well, I'm going to feel 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 well. Um, And then I don't know if y'all remember this, but I was like, it's supposed to, it's digging. Like it's a Mm -hmm. water well. Like what in the world is this? Um, And that was right before 2020. Mm -hmm. And um, it just took on a whole, I I mean, I had to do some hard things that year. I had to, we we had to, we had to get through all of us 2020. We had to dig in, put our feet down and, and hold on to things. And, Mm Um, so it just became a whole nother word. Right. And, but, and I, I mean, I remember walking my streets and just like pounding the pavement, like, like I felt like I was digging even in that, (laughs) like the action of, of just kind of going to battle by walking because there was nothing else to do but walk. Right. Um, in 2020 and, you know, and thinking about your dad and thinking about, like, what is, what are you doing, God? And all of those things. And then, and now to see just how many seeds were planted between 
the work I'm doing now, between our friendships, between the lives that each of us are living, it just, it was such a cool word. Um, But that was one definitely that just, I thought it meant one thing and it meant something totally different. But I I remember seeing like Christine Kane, like it's it's time to dig wells, you know, and I was like, okay, I don't know. I'm not, I don't dig anything. (laughs) I I don't even like plants, but you know, um, I guess this is what we're going to do. Um, and then that led into poor, and then then it was shalom, and now it's rooted, which rooted has been um, a totally different, really word than I thought it was going to be too. Mm-hmm. So it just is neat how they change. Yeah, uh, it is. I want to piggyback on that, but first I want to say that it was so cool how intentional you were monthly with the word well. Yeah. You would send us mm-hmm. monthly intentions, and just to see how you worked and God worked each, you know, each month with that, I really believe one day you're going to write a book (laughs) just about well, because I was so inspired and so encouraged throughout that year with how intentional you were with it. Um, And you've referred to my dad and I'll just quickly, you know, give a synopsis that, you know, my dad was the the first male in Sumner County um, with COVID. Um, And so he was at Sumner Regional and he was there for 41 days. Um, He was on the event for 12. Um, and at some point they had taken, taken the vent out. Um, y'all know, I'm just updating, um, for anyone listening, um, that they took the vent out and then he started declining rapidly. So they put the vent back in, but before they did, they, they let us FaceTime with him and they honestly kind of gave us the nudge. This may not, you know, this may not happen, but Mm. my word that year was move. And I honestly thought it was going to be health as well, that in the beginning of the year, I was going to start moving um, and, and, and really like getting stronger because I was teaching some classes, I was doing some things, and I just thought it was all health related. And yeah. then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. I broke my shoulder. The world stopped. Oh, yeah. There was no moving. But I got to see God move. Mm-hmm. And it was truly a miracle that um, two days after they put the vent in and we thought he was um, declining very quickly. I believed he was going to be fine. Um, but he pulled the vent out himself and it was a miracle. It truly was a miracle. Um, God brought him back. So that is where I had these three, um, as my prayer warriors holding me up through that time. I'm so grateful for, for y'all being there for me. Um, at one point they did a parade for me and (laughs) brought posters. It was so sweet. Um, but by the end of the year, I actually physically moved houses. That's right. Yes. I forgot. Oh, wait. That was the craziest thing. How, you know, God took it from <laughs> my intention of moving more and just moving forward in life to God going, I'm going to show you something different. And then I'm going to blow you away. So, like, you know, he he moved. There were miracles. Um, he moved me closer to himself, truly, and just faith and belief and in prayer, seeing that prayer does move <laughs> mountains, like faith moves mountains. Um, and then at the end to move houses at a time that I never expected would happen, but it was such a blessing. Um, so yeah, God can definitely change our words. 